What's up, everybody? This is Nikkei Roach, and welcome to Massage Marketing Secrets. So tonight, uh, or today, wherever you are, I wanted to interview a successful massage therapist. Her name is Nikki Roach. Um, she happens to be my wife, and I just wanted to kind of find out what it's like to, to, to run a massage practice, more a multi-unit massage practice. So, Nikki... Welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Um, thank you so much. You're welcome. So, how did you get into massage? I mean, what what is your story? Well, my story started from my story started from back in Jamaica. I um, before moving to the United States, I was uh, I, I could call myself a successful uh, travel agent, and then came to America decided to get into the massage and wellness uh, business to join you of course so everybody don't know that but I joined the business with you as an assistant at the time and then uh, we saw the need for growth we jumped on that and uh, we expanded and so with expansion comes more responsibilities and so with that I um, was tasked with finding new massage therapists, people who were willing to um, and uh, willing and able and they were open-minded and wanted to join our practice and they had the same kind of uh, aspirations as we do to help others and we uh, built on that you know so at first we started with just massage therapy and then we realized that you know what there's numerous amount of massage therapy therapist coming into the business so we needed to expand so we need to differentiate ourselves from others and so we decided we're going to be a holistic wellness center instead of just massage therapist and um that's how we ventured out into the different aspects being acupuncture and fitness training nutrition and that sort of a thing so so if you were talking with someone and they just um thinking about expanding into like doing what you did not just one all is from a marketing standpoint, what would you suggest that they do on your experience? Like, just marketing. What are things that you would advise them to do since you've started working there? Well, one of the things that I would do is find out what other people, what people's um, wants are. You know, people are going to do what they want and then follow that up with whatever they need. That will come after, you know, so first find out what they want and because you don't have to force people to do whatever they whatever they want they're gonna do they will do it and then the needs will come after and just try and meet them halfway and um, I think you'll have a better result so what's been some of the not so nice parts about I mean let's be real I mean you got to be real like what what do you not like about massage crafting and anything like that uh what i really don't like is that the fact that you um if you were like a a a great practitioner in order for you to 
be financially well off, then you physically have to be there, you know, in order to make this thing work. And if you have a great uh, staff, staff finding the right people for your business is key. Because if you don't have the right people and they're not um, motivated just like you are, then you're going to have a challenge. Hmm. So if you're, what would you say, you know, say massage therapists are getting started and in, in depending on what kind of city you live in, what would you say is good money for massage therapists? Well, I would say for start, good money would be um, like for an hour's worth of yeah. um, session, depending on if it's like a relaxation type or if you're doing a more specific muscle group you know for athletes or so i would say 65 $65 to 70 dollars would be ideal depending on what city you are in if you are in a, a bigger city then obviously the rate will be higher um because i i've realized that people who visit from major cities like atlanta or new york or even California, when we tell them our prices, they're really surprised because they're expecting it to be way higher than what we typically charge. So, yeah. Mm. Now, would you say, I mean, and I don't know how, you know, if this makes sense. Do you, do you advise massage therapists to do other things besides massage therapy in their practice or should they just still concentrate on honing their craft? I would say it would be advantageous for them to um, add something else. Gives more value, you know, to the massage. You can add products. Um, You can even do a different um, type of service other than just plain old massage that will complement the massage. But, um, yeah. Hmm. I think it's a good idea to add something else. If it's like a sports rub or even something that sets the ambiance in their in the facility. Some people like to do aromatherapy um, because it relaxes or it, you know, takes the jitters off of some people, you know. So it varies for other people. So, so changing gears a bit, um, what is it like? Working with another massage, I mean, and a family-run company. I mean, how's that? I mean, besides, you know, say you work at a Massage Envy, which is typically not, it's a franchise. What is it like to work um, in a family-run business where you're part owner with another owner? How, what is that like? I mean, what are, what are the good, um, bad, and the ugly parts of that? Well, if you're working with another partner who is... Like you and I working together, being um, spouses, that's kind of different from um, just a a business partner because you have to make sure that your goals and your um, your goals are has to be the same. You know, one person can't be working because it's their livelihood and then the other part, the other person is working because it's a hobby. It has to be the same because you're not going to have the same amount of um, work put in or time invested in it. You know, it's going to be different for each partner. So if you have the same goals and you want to achieve the same thing, then um, I think it's 
it's a smoother run. Wow. Okay. So, any any last words? Because I, I mean, there there are massage therapists who listen here on our podcast from California, North Carolina, Canada, even Europe. Um, anything you want to say to them? Um, I guess what I would like, what I would say is that you always have to um, consider your health when working on on clients because you don't want to get a burnout. You know, you don't want to burn out yourself. You may be a really great therapist, but you have some people who think they can, they can see like five or six clients within a day and they can still be at um, optimal um, performance. It doesn't work like that. You have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Um, You eat right, you exercise, if you are not taking care of yourself, you're not going to be in that right frame of mind to be able to take care of somebody else. So you have to first make sure you are your first priority and then you'll be better able to take care of your clients' needs and goals. All right. Well, thank you very much, Nikki. And if, you, if you need any more ideas, thank you very much for talking with us today. And um, if you need any other ideas, please reach out to me, Nikkei Roach, on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook, or pop on over to NikkeiRoach.com. See you later. Bye for now.